ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा हेलो एवरीबॉडी आई वुड लाइक टू रीड अगेन चैप्टर I mean, chapter 1, but stanza 17 from the Bhagavad Gita, first chapter. This is a fascinating chapter. It's one that almost nobody pays any attention to. But it could be a scripture in itself. It's so full of teaching. And uh, here he's apparently just talking about all the warriors on the side of goodness. And Yodhyotan uh, um, is very worried about them because they... Uh, or have great power, even though there are a few of them. Then the king of Kashi, the northward or upward flowing discrimination, excellent archer. Why archer? The spine is like a bow. The, when you string the bow, the string is tight, the spine is straight, and the outer part of the front part of the body is like the bend in the bow. And uh, we talked about the magnetism needed to attain these different states. Sikandi, the will and the understanding to perform only good, self-elevating actions. I mentioned that this takes magnetism and you have to get in tune with that particular ray, that particular wave of magnetism, vibration of magnetism, in order to achieve that, that uh, consciousness. Whenever you think, you see there's we're sort of like in the middle on a fence. God is on one side, Satan is on the other. We make the first move. If we move toward God, then his influence becomes stronger and stronger. If we move toward Satan, his influence becomes stronger and stronger. And uh, <clears throat> with the right kind of magnetism, you draw. You don't have to worry about developing all these fine qualities yourself. Just go in that direction and you'll find that that magnetism will develop and more and more good qualities will come into your consciousness. And so if you sit straight like an archer, like the bow of the archer, <clears throat> if you think in terms of the energy flowing upward, um, if you think upward, if you think in terms of good things and elevating things, those will automatically bring you into the right frame of mind to develop spiritually. And then it goes on to Dishtadyumnya, the calm inner light or the intuitive sense of its hidden presence. And I mention that because many people don't see the light, but you can feel, feel it. Some people, you know, God has eight qualities. If I can remember them all, light, sound, love, wisdom, calmness, um, joy, uh, um, oh, I can't think of them right now. It doesn't matter, all of them. Uh, peace as opposed to calmness. Peace is, is, uh, peace is the negative side of calmness. It's a good beginning to calmness, but divine calmness is extremely powerful. It's extremely positive. And uh, all of these qualities, you can develop them, but you don't always develop the, all of them at once. Some people specialize in feeling love. 
other people specialize in seeing light, others in merging in the sound and so on. So long as you attune yourself to one ray of the divine, you will develop the others in time. And uh, then finally, it says virata, literally majestic, a sense of oneness with spirit. And uh, this is an interesting thing because it really means samadhi. And samadhi doesn't begin and belong in the beginning of the Gita. I think that Veda Vyasa threw this in just to sort of complete the roster. But in fact, the, the beginning devotee is, uh, as you'll see, Arjuna is a beginning devotee in this uh, particular story. And it's rather funny because he's far from that. <clears throat> However, he plays that role. It's interesting how, you know, Yogananda said that uh, he himself was Arjuna. He said that Krishna is now Babaji, that uh, Amar, the deathless master in the Himalayas, and that uh, Yogananda was uh, Arjuna. And Arjuna, Yogananda wrote Autobiography of a Yogi, and anybody reading that book sort of gets the impression, unless he knows better, that this, this, here's this beautiful, uh, magnetic young fellow who has achieved samadhi by great good luck, and I could get it too very easily. One woman told me once, I've been meditating for six months and I haven't had samadhi yet. Well, believe me, it's quite an achievement to attain samadhi. But uh, he put himself in the humble role of a devotee, of a seeker, and so did Arjuna. Both of these were masters, but they were playing the role of the devotee so that people could identify with them and see, well, I could do that, and of course you can do that. It may take you time. Of course it will take you time. But um, they were m really much more than that. So when later on Arjuna sort of gives up the fight for a while, don't take it too seriously. He's doing it on behalf of the devotee with his problems that we'll be encountering as we go along in the Gita. But anyway, this samadhi is definitely not the experience of Arjuna uh, at the beginning of this time. Those are qualities waiting in the offing, you might say, to bring you liberation when you reach that point. <clears throat> and invincible satyaki, truthfulness. Truthfulness is extremely important. Never allow yourself to tell a lie. There's always a temptation. The reason for it is that people worry about what other people will think about them. Just be true to yourself. I've made it a practice in my life. If I say I'm going to do something and then it's not convenient to do it, I'll do it anyway because I want to be absolutely true to my word. And uh, I have found that with that practice, <clears throat> Patanjali says that when you are completely truthful, your words will have materializing power. I have found that I can accomplish what I want to because of that truthfulness. It gives you a certain siddhi, a certain power. And if you make up your mind to do something, you can do it. The things that I have done have been accomplished by that rigid adherence to dharma and to truthfulness. I have never done anything to cut, uh, to shortcut, you might say, on ethics. I've known quite a few swamis who did to get their work established and so on. I never would do so. I'd rather see the work that I've built fail than break a single divine law. And so truthfulness really to me, and I want to share it with you out of my conviction, is very important. You're 
you're important to me. I don't know you personally, but I know you because you're a part of the God whom I love. And I very deeply want to see you individually turn your mind more and your heart especially more and more toward God. So this is chapter 17, and we'll go on next time to 18. Joy to you.